All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everyone. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, if you're like, who's this lady on the internet? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I am uh, the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC. Uh, hold on a second. I have to, uh, kick somebody off the, uh, live broadcast because they're being disrespectful. Um, friends, uh, I love having y'all here, but if you, if you get disrespectful on the live broadcast, I will kick you out. This is a place of business. This is a place of education. All right. But let's get back to what we were doing. All right. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday. I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis, host of NPL Legal Dish, what you're watching right now. And I'm also the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork in order. So things like uh, filing, you know, your articles of incorporation, registering with the state, getting EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, contracts, making sure that you have the foundational pieces of your business together so that you can grow and scale, so that you can hit these business streets with confidence so that you can take advantage of opportunities like these small business loans that are coming out, even though I heard something about that today, but so that you have the, uh, so that you have all the steps in order um, to make your business a success and be a successful business owner. That is what I do. How, uh, how, and why am I qualified to do what I do? I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I have had, um, I have helped multiple people, including myself, start um, businesses, both online and offline, brick and mortar, you know, uh, e-commerce, all that stuff. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. Okay. So that's why I'm here. Um, if you would like to uh, get in contact with me to see how we can get your dream business off the ground, I've got a place for you to go. You're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consult consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you're going to be able to book a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you are also going to be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. Um, as well, if you would like a crash course in being a real boss in these streets, you're going to want to pick up business startup basics. It is a four part video, three ebook, um, bundle that gives you all of the fundamental steps that you need to complete as, um, a business owner. So we talk about how do you get an EIN number? What do you need to have in order? Uh, you know, where, where are you going to register for the state? How are you protecting your brand? What do you need to have for contracts? Things like that. So it is a crash course in entrepreneurship and it's only $59. So you should go and pick that on up, uh, at, at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. As well, I'm going to be a featured speaker at the virtual women's summit, the power of three, and it is free to attend. So ladies, if you would love to be a part of an empowering experience, an educational experience, go to the link in my bio. The very first button is where you can get, uh, where you can register 
for the summit. All right. I would love to have you guys there. We're going to be talking about all things business formation and startup and just get you up, get you guys on the right path. So if you want to attend the power of three women's virtual summit, go to the link in my bio and um, register right now. All right. That's enough about me. Let's get on to the show. If you are new to the show, how this works is I pull stories from the news, stories from um, social media sites, from, uh, you know, stories that you guys send to me. And I find the ones that have business concepts that we can learn um, and we talk about them. Okay. So this is a discussion. This is not just me talking at you, even though it's a little quiet today. I think everybody might be, you know, taking an early weekend. Um, but the, the way that this works is it works best if we have a conversation. So I do ask questions. I ask you to put, you know, comments in the box, um, so that we can talk about this together because the stuff can be kind of dry, but when you start to implement it in real life, when you start to see how it affects your day to day life, it gets pretty interesting. All right. Um, so yes, so we are going to get started right away. Hello, Shay Heels. How are you? You came in right on time. We're about to start our first uh, story for the night. Uh, so Shay Heels, have you watched Tiger King on Netflix? Have you watched Tiger King on Netflix, Shay Heels? Hello to um, the person watching on Facebook. I don't know who it is, so please say hi in the box so I can say hi to you properly. Um, yes. Shay Heels, have you seen the Tiger King documentary on Netflix? You have not? Okay, that's fine. Um, well, if, if you if you haven't, I would suggest that you... Hey, Anne, how are you? Anne, have you seen the Tiger King documentary on Netflix? Hi, Black Georgia Peach. Oh, everybody's coming in now. Yay. All right. Guys, if you have seen Tiger King, give me a tiger emoji. Or if you have heard of the Tiger King documentary... Give me a tiger emoji because we are talking about Tiger King on tonight. Somebody need to call Joe Exotic up at the prison because they're trying to take his shine, okay? So if you have seen the Tiger King documentary, give me a tiger emoji, all right? I know at least one of y'all had to have seen it. It's been everywhere. Okay. Oh, you've heard of it through meme Shea Hills? Okay. Well, long story short... Joe Exotic had, uh, he was a very eccentric character and basically ended up going to prison for trying to have, uh, someone killed. Um, but the documentary is fascinating. Like it is just like <laughs> you got sucked in. Yes. So black Georgia peach, you watched it, right? And it, 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 it is enthralling. So Shea heels, if you have some time, go ahead on and watch, um, Tiger King. Okay. Now, the, the Tiger King documentary was a success. It's been a big hit. Just like um, Shay Hill, she's she's only heard of it through me, but she knows what Tiger King is. Black Georgia Peach has watched it. She said she got sucked in. Tiger King is a phenomenon. Awesome, Shay Hills. Um, and people are trying to capitalize on it. So a lot of people are trying to um, file trademarks for the phrase, Tiger King. There have been many um, applications submitted for the phrase Tiger King, and none of them are with Joe Exotic. <laughs> um, uh, you know, people they want to they want to sell merch, they want to do T-shirts, they want to do all this stuff. So a lot of people are hitting up the USPTO and saying, "Hey, can I trademark Tiger King?" Um, here's the thing: they're probably all going to lose. Okay, 
Why are they going to lose? Not because Joe has um, a trademark on Tiger King, but because um, there is there is a trademark act called the Lanham Act, okay? Um, and the, that act, um, that law, it prevents you from having a trademark that gives a false um, connection to a fa- to um, a famous person. So, hi, Miss Simon Breeze. Um, what I mean by that is, think about the phrase "King of Pop." When you hear the phrase "King of Pop," who do you think of? When you hear the phrase "King of Pop," um, tell me who you think of, okay? And I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for that because it's going to be a perfect example of what I mean for um, you know a false connection with a famous person. If you have, if yes, Black Georgia Peach. When you hear the phrase "King of Pop," you think Michael Jackson. Yes, Shea Heels. When yes, thank you. Everybody thinks of Michael Jackson when you hear "King of Pop." So it is very hard. It oh, it, it is n- near impossible to get a trademark for "King of Pop" for anything because it is so closely associated with Michael Jackson that that might create a false connection with his estate or any of his businesses. So that's why you don't see King of Pop trademarks out here. Same thing is probably going to happen with Tiger King. Because of the big success of Tiger King on Netflix, people have come to associate the phrase Tiger King with Joe Exotic or Joe whatever his last name is. So unless they get, you know, permission from Joe or they get Joe to sign on with them to apply for these trademarks, most of these trademarks are going to fail. There is actually another example of this. Has anybody ever heard of Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett? If you have heard of Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett, give me a margarita emoji. (laughs) If you've heard of Margarita... Um, Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. This is a famous song by Jimmy Buffett, right? And he doesn't have any trademarks on it uh, or anything, but Margaritaville is so closely entwined with Jimmy Buffett that it is pretty impossible to get a trademark for Margaritaville. There was a restaurant called Chi-Chi's and they wanted to trademark um, Margaritaville for restaurant services where, um, you know, and not necessarily a song and they were denied because Margaritaville, when you think of it, you immediately think of Jimmy Buffett. Just like when you think of King of Pop, you think Michael Jackson. So they're saying here that most likely the people who are trying to trademark Tiger King, they're not going to be able to do so because that would create a false connection between them and Joe Exotic. And we all know that Joe is in prison right now. <laughs> You've heard of it, but can't find me. Okay, that's cool. As long, I'm just glad that you know what I'm talking about, all right? So the best way for any of these trademark applications, hi, Mohammed Hussein, the best way for any of these um, trademark applications to go forward for Tiger King is for one of these applicants to get Joe to give them permission to do it. So I want to ask you guys as an audience, how likely do you think it is that one, someone is going to contact Joe and try to get his permission and two, that Joe would even give permission to trademark Tiger King? Hello, Gabe Simeon. How are you? Um, yes. So my two questions for you are is one. Do you think that any of these people trying to trademark Tiger King will try and bring in Joe Exotic? Because that's probably the only way that they'll be able to get 
the trademark done? And two, do you think that Joe would even give somebody permission to trademark Tiger King? Not in, you know, and not including the fact that Netflix has this whole documentary out. So what do you guys think? Particularly those who've seen Tiger King, you know, Joe Exotic's personality. Do you think that Joe Exotic would allow somebody else? Okay, Miss Simon Bree said no and no. They're not going to reach out to Joe. And even if they did, Joe would say no. And I totally agree with you. Not only because Joe is in prison and he can't give permission, but we, we if you saw the documentary, you know how Joe is. He's very blustery. He wants to own everything. He wants to be the, the face of everything. So <clears throat> he's, and he wants ownership. High battle to, high battle to prosper. Black Georgia Peach said, does he own that or would it belong to the creator of the movie? Well, the thing is, it would depend on what industry. So while Netflix probably has a trademark for Tiger King when it comes to documentaries and, you know, visual media, there might not be a trademark for for Tiger King for t-shirts or for hats or for cell phone covers or for umbrellas or, you know, any type of merch, right? Remember, when you have a trademark, it is only within your industry that you can trademark. So Netflix, most likely, I would say 99.99% has a trademark for Tiger King in the realm of visual media and documentaries. But I don't see anybody out here with no Tiger King merch, right? Um, but so, so basically... If you are trying to trademark something, you cannot trade. The, the point of this story is that you can't trademark something that can create a false connection with a famous person. That's why you don't see King of Pop brands out here. That's why you don't see Margaritaville brands out here because they are automatically associated with famous people and they haven't given you permission to use the, uh, that, that connection, okay? So do we all understand why the, the Tiger King trademarks will probably not be passed? If we all understand that, give me a thumbs up. If you don't understand, give me a thumbs down, okay? If we understand why these Tiger King applications will probably not pass, give me a thumbs up. If you don't understand why they won't, why they probably won't pass, give me a thumbs down. Okay. Gabe Simeon understands why they probably won't pass. Okay. Good. Awesome. So don't go out here trying to trademark Tiger King, y'all. Thank you, Miss Simon Breeze. Um, or is that M. Simon Breeze? I'm sorry. I was calling you Miss Simon, M. Simon Breeze. My apologies. Um, but yes. So don't go out here trying to trademark Tiger King because most likely you're going to lose. And the USPTO does not refund filing fees, ladies and gentlemen. So I don't know if you drop your 275 or your 425 or however much it costs to try and trademark and they say, no, you lost your money. Okay. And this is not a time to be wasting no money. <laughs> All right, so we are moving on to our second story. For those who came in a little bit late, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. Um, hold on one second. Mohammed Hussein said, I'm from Sudan. I love America. Corona is a problem for the whole world. Well, welcome from Sudan, Mohammed. I think you are my first guest from uh, from the country of Sudan. That is so amazing. I love how the internet can bring people together. I hope that you are uh, that you are staying safe and healthy, just like we're trying to stay safe and healthy here. Okay. 
And that actually leads us to our next story, ladies and gentlemen. But um, yes, you're watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where we learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news, all right? Um, so next story that we are talking about. Uh, look, we all know what's going on in the world. Corona's running wild. People are getting sick. And there is no vaccine, right? Um, and people are really concerned. People are like, well, we don't know when we're going to have vaccine, going to get a vaccine or if we're going to get a vaccine. With a, by a show of hands, if a coronavirus vaccine comes out, how many of you would actually get it? If you would get the corona vaccine, type yes. If you would not get the corona vaccine, type no. So, you know, everybody's talking about we need a vaccine, we need a vaccine, and some people don't like vaccines. Some people are afraid of what might happen. So if they were to come out with the corona vaccine, would you get it, yes or no? Let me know in the comments. And while you do that, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to let you in on something. So there is a company called Gilead Sciences. Shay Hill said she would not get the coronavirus um, vaccine. Black Georgia Peach said, I was just talking to a friend about that today. I would not immediately get it because I don't need them testing anything on me. And that, that is a real fear that, um, that is, I totally understand. Like, I'm going to tell y'all straight up. I don't even like getting the flu shot. I don't like shots, period. I don't like needles. Um, but, and I'm doing my best to stay, you know, to stay, uh, you know, away from people and to stay healthy. But we're in a situation, this is a rapidly advancing virus, so I really have to make some decisions. If and when a vaccine comes out, am I going to take it? You know, luckily, I don't have people that I'm infecting. I don't have any kids, praise God, um, that I have to worry about. But, you know, there's still me. Anyway, uh, Black Georgia Peach said, I didn't get the flu shot because of all the other issues, all the issues other people were having with that. Okay, well, okay. Uh, Shay Hill said, I don't get the flu shot and my children don't get the flu shot either. Okay, so we have a lot of people in the same boat that I am. We don't get the flu shot, but I'm, you know, I have to, I have to really consider whether I might get the coronavirus shot if it comes out. And, um, based on this next story, there might be some type of, you know, medication coming out very soon. There is a company called Gilead Sciences and they have filed a trademark for the packaging for a, oh, it's, it's 5 a.m. where you are. Good night, Muhammad. Thank you so much for, um, participating. You can rewatch, you know, at your leisure, you know, when it's a better time for you. Okay. Cause, um, this stays up forever on my Facebook page. <clears throat> Guys, we have a guest from Sudan. I feel so special. Um, yes. So Gilead Sciences, they're a pharmaceutical company. They make medications. They have filed a trademark, not for a vaccine, not for a medication, but for the packaging of a drug, okay? Um, so this means that they're working on a vaccine, and, and because they are already trying to trademark the packaging, that gives an indication that they're probably going to release the medication soon. Now, the packaging that they have um, uh, filed a trademark for is a, is a blue and gray bottle top on, you know, for a bottle of pills. So I don't think the Corona, if, if based on this, based on this article that I read, 
if Gilead does come out with this medication, I don't think it's going to be a vaccine. I think it's going to be a pill. Would you guys take it if it was a pill? If it was in pill form, would you feel better about it then? Or is it just the idea of them just creating this cure out of nowhere? So is it the vaccine part that scares you? Or is it just the fact that, you know, you guys, we don't know what might happen with this medication. But I, I, I want your answers. Please let me know what your answers are. But just for those of you who might be out there and might, and you know, are really waiting for some type of, of solution, Gilead Sciences might be coming out with a solution very soon. So I want you to keep your eyes peeled, okay? Um, but I do, but you know, let me know. Uh, Black Georgia Peach said she would have to wait. And you know, and I can't fault you for that. Just like with technology, I'm not a person who's an early adopter of technology, so I probably won't adopt the, the, the medication early either. Shay Hill said, it's just the medicine in general. As long as you're caring for yourself, vitamins, herbs, alkaline water, alkaline foods, you'll be able to give your body the chance to fight these viruses itself. Um, in certain cases, if you already have a strong immune system, yes. However, there are a lot of people who have, uh, who are immunocompromised. You know, they have underlying conditions. Uh, the, 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 um, coronavirus is, uh, hits people with diabetes really hard. If you have any respiratory issues, it hits you really hard. Um, you know, and, and older people are susceptible. So while yes, all of these things, taking good care of yourself, that is a big, important part of it. The, the problem is coronavirus. It is so, it is so rapid and so savage that if you have any type of, you know, immunocompromise, um, immune compromise that, you know, it could take you down. And that's why they're really like racing to get a cure out. So I hope that they're able that, you know, that they're able to come up with something and, you know, give it some type of testing. I hope they're not just testing it out there all willy nilly on people because I don't want to end up with an arm coming out of my forehead. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, apparently Gilead Sciences is fact is fast tracking. Shea Hills. Oh, thank you. I, I'm glad that you agree with me. Apparently Gilead Sciences is fast tracking. Um a coronavirus medication, so, you know, we can just keep our fingers crossed and hope for the best, all right? Okay, so we are going to move on to something more fun. I need all my wine lovers to give me a wine emoji. If you like wine, give me a wine emoji, a nice glass. I don't have a glass of wine here, but if you, okay, um, Shay Hill said, that's my fear for people, them testing it all willy-nilly. Whew, well, we live in strange times, my dear, and I, I hope that we are able to get a cure without, you know, hurting a lot of people. Um, but all my wine lovers, if you like wine, give me a wine emoji, because we want to talk about something happy today, or happier, or at least not corona-related. Ooh. Y'all don't like wine? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the emoji. Okay, thank you, Shay Hills. Shay Hills likes wine. Awesome. Um... How many of y'all have heard of Franzia wine, the wine in a box? If you have ever bought a box, thank you, Black Georgia Peach, you gave me two wine glasses. If you have ever had bought the wine in a box, give me a hands up. I bought, I have bought a box of Franzia a time or two in my life. And Franzia, ain't nothing wrong with it, okay? They did me right when I need when I needed it. If you have ever bought a box of Franzia wine, <laughs> let me know give me a hands up hi can i ventures can i ventures have you ever drunk the um franzia wine the wine in a box 
If you have drunk um, the wine in a box Franzia, give me a hands up emoji, okay? Um, let me tell you why we're talking about wine. So, um, Franzia, they have been around. You've tasted it, but you've never purchased it. Girl, you get like four bottles. Of, you, you get like four bottles of wine for the price of one with a box of Franzia, okay? <laughs> Can't I bet you said no? Okay, fine. I guess I'm the only one who likes boxed wine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine more for me um well even if you've never purchased franzia i'm sure you've seen it franzia that you know they're the wine in the box and they've been around for a long time and they actually haven't changed you know they haven't done a major marketing campaign or changed their packaging in almost 35 years up until recently so uh franzia has been, uh, they've done a revamp of, you know, their packaging and they are promoting their Cabernet Sauvignon and they're calling it bold and jammy, okay? Here's the problem. There is a wine company called Jam Sellers, J-A-M Sellers, okay? And they have a, tr- for for the word jam, hi, Lil, um, Lil said 82, um, and they have a trademark for the word jam when it comes to wine products, right? So jam sellers, if you see jam when it comes to wine, it's supposed to belong to them. And then you have Franzia just come out the blue and start calling their wine, their Cabernet Sauvignon, bold and jammy, okay? This is not the first time that the makers of Franzia have come head to head with jam sellers, Jam, they actually had an issue a few years ago um, because Jam Sellers also has a trademark for the word butter when it comes to Chardonnay. And um, the people who make Franzia were promoting something called butter kissed wines. Okay, they were um, describing it as rich and buttery. High steady grind. Um, Yes. So Jam Sellers is um, coming after Franzia. They're saying, you know, you you are violating our trademark. And I actually posted a picture of um, the Jam wine and the Franzia box because Jam comes in a bottle and Franzia comes in a box. So Jam, it just has Jam on the bottle and then you got Franzia and it says bold and jammy. So I want to ask you guys as an audience, do you think that it is trademark infringement? Is Franzia, tra- um, you know, infringing on Jam's trademark? So Jam, <coughs> Jam is the name of their wine. Franzia is describing their wine as bold and jammy. Do you think that there is a possibility of confusion in the marketplace? So if you were in a wine store and you saw Jam Sellers wine and then you saw a box of Franzia that said bold and jammy, would you think that they were related? Would you think that they were being sold by the same company or would you think that there was some type of connection? Because that is Jam Sellers argument. They're saying we have the trademark on Jam when it comes to wines. For Franzia to come out here and calling their wine jammy, that is trademark infringement to us. Black Georgia Peach said it would not it, um, it would not be a source of confusion for her, right? And I posted the picture in the comments, and I asked if it was too close for comfort. People said yes, but I um, I don't agree. Shea Hill said I wouldn't think there was a connection. 
For me, um, the reason why I don't agree with this lawsuit is because the packaging is totally different. Franzia comes in a box, okay? Um, Jam Cellars, that's the name of their wine. I would, like, I'm not, when I see wine in a box, I automatically think Franzia. I don't think of any other brand except Franzia. I don't care what you put on the outside. When I see wine in a box, I think Franzia. Now, I understand why Jam is doing what they're doing. They have to protect their mark out in the marketplace. They, these two companies, they're both involved in selling wines. And Jam has a legally registered trademark for the word Jam. So for them, this it, it, if you just look at it on paper, you have one company using the word Jam and another company using the word Jammy in their heads. There could be confusion there, right? So... While I don't necessarily agree with this because I don't think when you look at the packaging you would mistake them, if you were just talking about the two wines, there might be a mistake there. If you don't know what Franzia looks like and you don't know what jam looks like, then you go into a wine store and someone tells you, oh, get me that jam wine, you might see the box of Franzia, see bold and jammy on there and pick that up. Like, um, do, do you guys understand the, um, the path that I'm going along here? If you understand my reasoning along those lines, please give me a thumbs up so I know we're all on the same page. So, I, so why, yes, no, I don't totally agree with Jim. I don't think there's a possibility really of confusion, at least visually. Hi, not your average Ben. But I do think that there is a possibility of confusion if you're just kind of talking about it. You know, for someone who doesn't have... A history with Franzia. <laughs> Can I bet you said I'm about to pour me some wine? All this wine's up. Drink up, girl. Ain't nothing else to do. <laughs> yes. So um, we will have to wait to see what happens between Jam and Franzia. Um, this is not the first time. Hi, So Rap Twenty One. This is not the first time that they have you know come head to head. I don't know what Franzia, what problems Franzia has. They keep, um, cause the, the whole butter kiss thing kind of threw me off. So while I think that Franzia may have a longer reputation than jam sellers, I do think that Franzia, they're trying to make themselves, you know, the, the revamp their image and be like the cool boxed wine. And they might be, you know, taking, um, taking, uh, some notes from jam. On top of the fact that this is a major campaign for Franzia. This is the first one they've done in 35 years. And they're a major company, which means that you probably have a marketing department and ad department. And if you guys remember, when we had Martine Mango of Seedbox Digital on here, she said that there are no mistakes when it comes to branding and marketing. Companies spend so much money on this. So when you see something out there that looks similar to another brand, most likely that's on purpose, okay? So <clears throat> I do think that something in the milk ain't clean or something in the wine ain't clean with Franzia, but I don't know if it's worth all of this trademark infringement. But I do respect jam sellers for, um, for, for you know, standing up for their trademark because you never know what, what might happen, all right? How much time did we spend? Woo! Oh my gosh, guys, we spent so much time. I thought, I thought we were going to get through more stories. Okay, so those are the stories that I have for you tonight. I had three more stories, but we are going to leave those till Monday. Um, uh, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight on, a, you know, a Thursday. You could be out here watching TV or, you know, I don't know, 
doing anything else but not be outside but you know you chose to come here and hang out with me and I really appreciate you um having you guys here makes this show so fun and you know I I I strive to make it as fun as possible for you guys so I really appreciate that I see you know faces come back and new faces come in that makes me feel really good um as we sign off for the night I want to remind you guys that if during this time you know a lot of us have some downtime if you're trying to get your your um you know get, get that business idea off the ground because you've got nothing but time on your hands book your discovery call today go to linktree forward slash npl consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation as well if you are starting on your business journey and you kind of need a crash course into entrepreneurship business startup basics is available when you go to the link in my bio linktree forward slash npl consulting firm it's going to give you all the steps that you need to accomplish to make your business legitimate it's four videos and three ebooks and you can go through it at your own pace because sometimes you you know you can't going through everything in an hour isn't enough you just need to go through it at your own pace so that's why i created business startup basics so that you can you know pick it up piece by piece um what else do i want to tell you guys about oh remember i'm going to be a featured speaker at the power of three virtual women's summit and registration is completely free y'all so ladies if you would like to attend an empowering and educational event as Anna is going to bring women of all walks of life together where we are going to learn about, you know, business and self-help and mental wellness and just overall empowering ourselves. Go to um, the link in my bio, linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. The first button you want to register is completely free to register. The summit is in June. I'm going to be one of the featured speakers. So if you would like to attend, please sign up. I would love to see you in there. I'd love to have some of my team, you know, in the room, you know, cheering me on. Because even when it's virtual, I get nervous. You know, talking in front of crowds makes me nervous. Except for when I talk in front of y'all because y'all family. Um <coughs> But yes, make sure you go to Linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and see all the things that are happening, all right? Um, so we are going to be back on Monday with more stories. If you guys find any stories that you would like me to talk about, please, please, please send them to me because, you know, as much as I find stories, I love when you guys send me stories because I know that you're plugged, you're plugged in. You might be more plugged in than me because your girl kind of be, you know, on her own, on her own beat. Um, but yeah, but come back on Monday Take care of yourselves, stay healthy, um, stay inside, please, if you can, uh, and I will see you Monday, all right? Bye-bye.